Two Traveling Mamas, episode number three. Today, the mamas talk about spring break, the tried and true sun and fun destinations, the winter getaways, and the off the beaten path adventures. Stay tuned. Hi, everybody. Good morning. We're back. Two Traveling Mamas. Hey, how is everybody? We're doing something new today. We each have our own microphones. We've been sharesies. We're stepping it up now. I know. We're getting super high tech here. So Podcast um, three. Look at where we've come already. Right. So wait till like four, five, six. <laughs> it's going to be super high tech. We just need to make sure that we can. you guys can hear us. So today's podcast is going to be all about spring break. We're in January. For those of us here in Minneapolis, it is cold. Oh, it's awful today. Today is going to be like, what, minus 20 wind chill or something? Yeah. So what do you want to do when it's this cold? Get out of here. Think about getting out of here. (laughs) So today we're going to talk all about different types of spring breaks, your typical sun and fun destinations. Um, Some people actually do like to go to the winter ski vacation options, you know, Colorado, um, Wyoming, Montana up to Canada. Um, some people like to do non-traditional trips. I know, Carrie, you guys have done like Europe before just because airfares have been really reasonably priced. Mm-hmm. Um, some people go to South America and beyond. So we want to talk today a little bit about best time to plan a trip. Are there really any quote unquote deals like there used to be and how to make the most of your spring breaks? Yeah, it's all good stuff. It is. So we'll just jump right in talking about how how do you go about, where do you start? You know, it all starts with choosing the right destination or resort that's going to be great for you and your family. Right. I was going to say, I think that's the key, right? At what ages are your children? Because yeah. I think that makes a huge difference too, Absolutely. right? Because where you're going to take your kids when they're toddlers or young, maybe before they're six or seven, versus like my kids that are older, yeah. um, they can endure longer flights and more Absolutely. adventures, travel. So... I think that's, you're right, that's step one. Well, and this is a a good example, you know, why Carrie and I work so well together is her kids are in that older stage where they want to do more things. Like they've gone to Spain, they've gone to Europe um, for their spring breaks, Mm -hmm. and they've gone to China. You know, my family still is in that phase where Jack just wants to go somewhere warm where he can swim. Um, So I'm still kind of in that pattern of just going somewhere sun and fun. So whether it's California, Arizona, Mexico, just somewhere that has a pool and that it's, you know. Well, and you can something. unpack one time. Yes. Right? And yes. stay versus if you're doing something bigger, more adventurous, right? Um, there's a lot more different types of travel, right? Your planes, trains, and automobiles. That's, yeah, your China right? trip is like that. Yeah, yes. yeah. So you really have to think about, yes, what is your family capable or up to doing and what's going to be most fun for everybody so yeah so I think that that's um, good but then if you're determining I mean a lot of people do go international not like what I'm what I've done but even just like Mexico Caribbean so then what do you need to think about right if you're going international yeah you definitely need passports Um, even Canada too nowadays you have to have a passport so make sure your passports are up to date Um, rule of thumb is at least when you're traveling, have it valid six months after your travel. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to be in that, you know, two months, three months, just go ahead. And if you know it's going to expire, just get it renewed. It's going to save you a lot of headache, heartache. If you get the wrong money. gate agent. Yeah, and money. And you don't have to put a rush on it. But you're, you might get a wrong gate agent that says, oh, this expires in two months. We can't let you into the country. Yeah. You know, so it just all is the luck of the draw, what kind of gate agent you get. So just always have that up to date. And, and I think you've said this before that it doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily the country no, that the stops airline. you. It's the airline yep, or, the or even control. like I've had um, a TSA pre-check because I went, I think it was last year I had to go to Mexico for work and my passport 
I didn't know, I didn't realize it, but when I got to the airport, I was like, oh shoot, it is, this expires in yeah. like three months. Yeah. And um, the TSA person said, uh, you know, you're cutting a little close with your passport here. And I was like, oh, uh-huh. I'm like, I see that. Okay, well, I'll make sure, yeah, I'll make sure I take care of that when I get home. And they let me on and it was fine. And part of it maybe is because I was having a short trip. I was yeah. only going to be gone for three days or right. something. So anyway, but yes, um, keep track of that. And I think also a way, some way to keep track of it because like in our family, everybody's expires differently. Different time. I know it's so frustrating. Yeah. So then I'm always like, uh, before we're going to go, I don't look soon enough. And then I'm like, oh, great. Like I had to expedite one for um, my oldest daughter. Uh, we had to go downtown to Minneapolis oh, yeah. to the passport center and yep. get a 24 hour turnaround or some crazy thing on that. So, yeah, that's not fun. And it just puts stress on it when you've paid, you know, money out for a trip um, right. and you said, oh my gosh, this isn't going to happen. Um, you can do a rush. Like Carrie said, if you have your tickets, you can go to the passport office and get it turned around pretty quickly, but you're going to pay for it. And again, it's just going to create wow. tension and stress that you need, you know, especially, you know, nowadays, with government shutdowns, you just never know what the flow of things are going to be. So just always, always be prepared. Right. Get and, it done ahead of time. And and if you are using a travel agent, which we do recommend, they'll obviously, you know, ask you those questions Absolutely. when you're booking. Yep. Um, the other thing, too, depending upon the country you're going to, you may need a visa as well. Mm-hmm. So that takes a much longer process. Yes. So if you're thinking, oh, I want to go to China as an example, like yes. we did, um, you're not getting a visa in a quick amount of time. So... Um, your agent will definitely help you tell you like if that's where you wanted to go and you were trying to book that 30 days out if that's even a reasonable amount of time yeah because how long was it for you to get your visa oh it was a while wasn't it it was a little while i think by the time we did all the paperwork and processed i don't know maybe two to three weeks before we got it back so you don't want to cut it close you don't and um i had a situation where i was going on a trip to australia with a group of other agents and our one of our escorts um he is canadian and he waited to get his um, electronic visa so for australia you have to have an electronic visa and typically you can get that like a week before you go okay it's just online you attach your passport it's like 20 25 dollars okay um and it's pretty easy to do but he it came back and he wasn't able to go on the trip because of something with you know the canadian citizenship and oh. then living it was something and he'd already paid for his trip and everything. well it was he was a a host so okay i, I mean it wasn't a big deal um we just replaced a spot but you know it, it just things like that you just never know what's going to come up or what questions they might have um, yeah so again always just plan ahead again when you use a good travel advisor they're going to go ahead and make sure that you've got all your documents taken care of and again remind you to check off those boxes with visas and with passports and make sure everything's current well for everybody. And, and one other thing and I know we're taking a lot of time on this but also <laughs> I've heard stories <laughs> about people who have tried to get visas to go into countries and have been denied because of things they've maybe done in their past yes. right so if you have a, a DUI yep. from the United States some countries will not no. allow you in yep or if you have a felony conviction you can't get a passport Yes. And there are, um, we had an instance with somebody who was um, going on their honeymoon in Mexico and they got to Mexico and um, the country wouldn't let them in. And unfortunately, the wife didn't know, the new wife didn't know that Uh he had something on his record and they were sent back home. So um, some of those things you probably need to clear before you go um we also had i i know someone who bought um like knockoff merchandise when they were in china 
and brought like let's say it was leather jackets or some crazy yeah. thing this is like 20 years ago and they got tagged by that country when they were coming in and so now they're not allowed to get global entry or something oh yeah yeah That's so anyway there's crazy things like that i'm sure the majority of us don't have any of those issues so it should be fine but yes as you're thinking about destinations think about if you are going to do international um, what those requirements are and give yourself enough time to make sure everything's up to date and absolutely. you have what you need. So, okay. Absolutely. Um, next recommendation or suggestion is set a budget and stick to it. You know, if money's tight, you look at different options. Is all inclusive going to be, you know, the way to go just because everything's included, all your food, all your, you know, drinks. I mean, anything you can think of, most of non-motorized activities are all included too. Um, you know, or if you're just going to a straight hotel, like if you're in Hawaii, make sure there's breakfast daily because that really does help keep the cost down. Or if you are, um, you know, traveling with your family, look at possibly a condo where they have a kitchen so right. you can maybe go to the local grocery store and prepare some meals. You know, I know that when we go to Mexico, we stay somewhere that has a condo and we go get snacks for like breakfast or for lunch. So that way we can just, you know, eat when we go and then have snacks on the beach and things yeah. like that. So we don't always have to go out to the restaurants. Yeah. No, I think that that's a good idea. And I think um, it, you have to think about too, all those non-essential things. So whatever your budget is, right? If let's say it's $5,000, cause yeah. that's kind of a common number for a family of four to, to go somewhere. Um, if that's your full budget, then you have to think about whatever, the miscellaneous yeah. things, transfers yeah. or, um, like additional meals, souvenirs, tours, tours. yes, all of that included. stuff. So yeah. um, think about, yes, when you go to the destination, what is it you want to do and see there? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how much you're going to spend on that. Absolutely. So. Mm -hmm. um, also, save yourself some money. Pack your essentials. Um, sunscreen. Sunscreen is very expensive in international destinations. Super. Like, especially oh my in gosh. Mexico. You know, a, a jar gift that shop. Can, uh, yeah, a jar <laughs> that you can get here at like the Target for like eight dollars is going to be like thirty dollars. On I property. was going to say I uh -huh. never got sucked. That happened in, to you, didn't it? I had I didn't have to buy sunscreen, but I did have to buy like the aloe gel because oh, unfortunately, yeah. like, got a little too much Sunburns. sun. Yeah, and I was like, okay, twenty dollars for this tiny thing of aloe vera. Yeah. But I've gotten roped into the um, the pool toys and like the floaties because. <laughs> Jack and I went by ourselves before Rob came down. We went and spent a couple days in Cancun, and he wanted to go swimming. Well, his floaties were in our suitcases that were at the bell desk because our room wasn't ready. Right. And he just wanted to go, and I didn't have my suit with me like an idiot. And so I went to the gift shop, and I think I paid $25 for these plastic blow-ups for as I literally wore for a half an hour. But that's a good point, oh. too. So no matter where you're going yes. – um, if you're not bringing your own luggage to your room, which in a lot of cases you're not, yes. um, either because your room is not ready, so they have to hold your stuff, make sure you pack yes. stuff in your carry-on, right? <laughs> no. So have your swimsuits in there if you're going to a warm destination yeah. or whatever it is that you're going to need within the first few hours yeah. of arriving. And and even if you're in a cold destination, like if you're skiing or something, yeah. the pools are open. Yeah. And so make sure the suits are readily available so people aren't sitting around like, come on, come on come on let's go yeah. you know so that's a so great what tip. I've learned is so I'll pack it in my carry-on but like for sunscreen if obviously you can't carry it on a plane I put it in the front pouch of my suitcase so that when we do get to the resort I quick pull it out pull out the sunscreen put it in my my bag that I'm gonna carry with me to the pool or wherever so that I have it because um, you know that's something you don't think about too you're like oh let's just go swimming well 
you're out. In the you're burned sun on the first and day. You're going to burn that first day, and it's just going to ruin the rest of your trip. Well, and and that's a good point. So a lot of people too might be thinking about how expensive it is now when you fly certain airlines. Like you have to pay for every well, almost all airlines now charge, don't yes. they? For unless you're part of their loyalty program or mm-hmm. have their credit card. So. Um, if you want to cut down on that and you are going somewhere though that you need larger things of sunscreen because you can only pack so many of those small ones right Right. Uh, think about packing one suitcase with your liquids and paying for one checked bag Uh, that's kind of a way to get around that so you're not paying to you know check four or five bags at a time so yeah otherwise join their credit card or loyalty programs because if you can get that stuff for free um, then there's no issues there so absolutely yeah no that's great Another option or a tip for if you're on a budget um, is traveling midweek. You know, mm. look at the Wednesday to Wednesdays or Thursday to Thursdays because Friday's departures tend to be um, cost about 20% more mm. um, just because that's when everybody wants to go. Right. You know, they don't want to pull the kids out of school. Um, you know, some schools, ours district, we always have that Friday off. But everybody's traveling on that day. As I say, I'm finding that right now with my spring break. I'm trying to go Saturday to Saturday, and the flights yeah. are ridiculously no, expensive. No, it is. They're Friday to Friday, Saturday to Saturday tends to be more expensive at spring break. Other yeah. times of the year it can be, you know, very reasonable. Be but, fine, but yeah. you know, overnight stays on a Saturday, too, add about 5% more to your cost. And mm. then coming back on a Sunday is about another 10% more. So, um, you know, just kind of play with them, some dates. Be flexible. I know that when we go, we typically do a Wednesday to Wednesday. And, you know, my son's young enough that, you know, pulling him out of school for two days isn't that big of a deal because there's not anything he's going to be missing or homework or anything like that. Right. Um, but, you know, just kind of play with your dates. Be flexible. Maybe you can leave on a Sunday and return on, you know, a Friday or something like that. So just and be flexible. I was just going to say, and, you know, you're right. Um, kids can typically miss, right, a one or two days on yeah. the front or back yeah. end. So it's usually not that big a deal. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. No, that's good. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, Make sure that you plan for extras when you get to your destination. If you're doing an all-inclusive, you know, some of them with the younger kids have the character breakfasts Mm. or um, specialty dining options for if you're an adult, adults only, you can have a romantic, you know, dinner on the beach for two or um, different excursions that you maybe didn't buy as part of your package. If you decide that you get down there and you want to go to Chichen or right. you want to go to, you know, somewhere else and do a snorkeling trip. Um, just make sure that you have um, some budgeted money for that. Because I do think, and we're going to talk about all-inclusives in our next episode, but I do think, because I've done a lot, so have you, um, seven days at a resort can be kind of a long time. Yes. And so if you can get <laughs> off the resort a little bit, um, and, and plus you want to experience the culture, yep. Um, see some things um, I think that's important to kind of plan a little extra money to do some of those things because I think by midweek you're ready for a little bit of a change absolutely and I always tell clients you know I don't like to schedule them too much but at least plan one and book it through your travel advisor just so you know that it's a safe reputable company right that you're not going to just you know meet somebody in the lobby and they're like hey I'll get you a deal <laughs> I'll get you 50% off what they're charging you right you know, stick with tried and trued providers um again you know go through the hotel concierge if you're on property and decide you want to do something make sure it's legit right absolutely um, so that you don't end up you know somewhere you don't want to be that's right in in the back alley exactly yeah right 
<laughs> that really doesn't happen. It people. does not happen. It doesn't that's happen. That, you know, and that's something that we'll talk about too with all inclusives. And we talked about a little bit with Mexico. Everybody's, you know, worried about Mexico. And yeah, we're going to talk about that yeah, for sure. And you do what, what you're comfortable with. But, you know, and that's one of our things too is, you know, don't do anything that you wouldn't do at home. Don't, don't overindulge if, you know, you're at an all inclusive and there's, you know, unlimited drinks. Don't go crazy. Right. Um, don't go off anywhere alone. Don't, you know, pick up some random stranger that says, hey, I can bring you to this secret, you know, waterfall, whatever. Don't, don't It's do that, that movie, the yeah. Goldie Hawn, yeah. Amy Schumer movie. <laughs> yeah. We've all seen it. What was it called? Oh, Snatched. Snatched, yeah. Where she's like, oh, I met this guy and he was so nice. Yeah. Uh, this is some drug lord or something. <laughs> exactly. And that, that's, that is honestly what does happen with these, you know, things well, that go astray is people... When you Don't hear stories, typically smart. you're right. It's yeah. something crazy like that it has is. happened. So yes. just, you know, be safe and, and, mm-hmm. and think think about what you're doing and where you are and, you know, and um, you'll be great. You'll that be is fun. our service message for today. Exactly. You know, and then. I, again, it's a personal choice. Yeah. Um, I yeah. still go to Mexico. I love it. I love the people there. Yeah, um, me too. You know, so. Right. Um, and you know, another tip too with safety, don't broadcast that you're leaving. You know, I know everybody is so social media focused. I always broadcast it because you know why? I don't have anything to steal. Well, this is true. <laughs> this is true. If you really want to break into my house and I'm not home, you're going to be really sad when you get right. there. <laughs> you're going to be like, oh, this is all they got? This is it? This they is got nothing. like a cheap TV? This yeah. woman has no jewels? Yeah. No. No, I don't have any jewels. <laughs> I don't have a secret wall safe. So don't like wreck my drywall. But... You know, it's just safe, unplug when you're there. That's what you're going for. You're going to spend time with your significant right. other, your children, your family, whatever. You know, unplug and, and post those pictures when you get back. I know everybody wants to, you know, be the instant gratification of, look where I am, look what I'm doing. It's right. so much warmer, and I'm guilty of that. Um, but, you know, if you're concerned about safety, you know, in your home and things like that, just don't broadcast that you're going to be gone for a whole week. Sure. Um, you know, but I have my privacy set for, you know, it's Nobody can see it unless you're my friend. So oh, right. if one of my friends is going to try to, you know, rob Break me, into your house. got some issues. Hey, but... at least then you'll have a shorter list of people. Yes. That you can have the police check in that friend list. Yes. <laughs> that's right. No, that's true, though. Um, and yes, and you're right, depending upon your situation and yep. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Be smart about it anyway. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you are traveling international and you don't want to flip your data plan or your um, international plan on your phone, which can be expensive. Um, you know, what I do is I use FaceTime, Skype, WhatsApp, oh, yeah. you know, through the Wi-Fi. Every, every place that I've been always has Wi-Fi somewhere, whether mm-hmm. it's in the lobby. Sometimes you might not get it in your room, but, you know, if you do need to check in at home. That's a good um, point. You can just use your um, smartphones to, to use one of those one of those providers. Yeah, and I was going to say, really outside of the U.S., WhatsApp is kind of what everybody uses. Yeah, so text, um, that works. And depending upon your carrier, uh, I know our carrier uh, lets us call, like in Mexico, the same as if it was in the U.S. It doesn't oh, cost it? any extra. Yeah. So check out those plans before you leave because you also don't want to be surprised with like a extra $100 phone bill because uh, you're... That happened to me. Are you Australia. guilty of that? You know, and I, I just, I, I don't know what happened. And I kind of do know what happened, but um, I had the data plan or my international If your plan husband's on. listening, you have no idea what right? happened. No, he's the one that alerted to me. <laughs> oh. He's texted me and said, what are you doing? So I was in, um, in Northern Territory. So I was at Uluru, Ayers Rock. And, you know, you're out in the middle of nowhere. And I had the, my international plan on and we went out sightseeing for the day. My phone was roaming the whole time Hi. trying to find a signal. Oh. And so the first day, I had not even used my phone. And Rob texted me and said, why is there an already a $25 overage charge? Oh, for, gosh. Because no. I got an alert from our provider. 
And I'm like, oh, oh. So I was in airplane mode the rest of the time. Yeah. And I so. was going to say, too, like when we have traveled, a lot of times if you want a plan, like for ours, it's $10 for 24-hour period. So yeah. when you turn it yeah. on, right, yeah. then it's $10. So depending upon, like when we were in Spain, we had a day that we were driving like five hours. And so we turned it on that day yeah. to use like the data and like for driving directions mm-hmm. and whatever. And then we also decided we were like, hey, it's on. So let's start calling people. So right. we were like, hey, we're just checking in. Yeah, driving through Spain absolutely. yeah so yes definitely check out what your plan is and um, right don't let it roam when you're in the middle of the Australian <laughs> outback because that's no good exactly exactly yeah. so um yeah and then last I mean obviously Anne is a travel professional so if you can use a travel professional I highly recommend you do because today most people don't have the time the knowledge mm-hmm. um and I think we're overwhelmed when we all of a sudden we are online and we're looking at resorts or we're looking oh at gosh, hotels right yes. and you don't know what's true or not true. No. And you, one person's review is bad. The next person's good, you know. And we all have different tastes, Absolutely. right? So, like, what you might think is a really nice place, which right. is, I would think that. I would think it was nice if you thought it was nice. Oh, I just want oh, you to well, know. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but, but what if you have a neighbor that yeah. says, this place is fantastic. We loved it. And you get there and it is not up to your standards. No. And you're thinking, Oh my goodness, yes. how much should I pay to stay here? So, and and just so people know, it doesn't cost you anything to work with a travel advisor. Oh. It's free. They get paid from, you know, the hotels and the resorts. So, the prices that you are quoted are not, you know, necessarily inflated for for your travel. So, if you can use a travel advisor to do it all and come back to you and say, "Hey, look, I've been there. Yeah. I know these resorts. I've seen the rooms. I know the people sometimes that work there, right?" Absolutely. Um this is a good room. The other problem is if you book something online and you're like, oh yeah, this I'll book this room because it's a great deal. You get there, you're at the back of the resort looking at the garbage bin. Absolutely. Or yeah, there you got really bad flights. That's what you know. I've had I've had people come to me and say, well, can you match this? And like Carrie said, you know, we typically have the best opportunities to get um, extra amenities for you know our clients yep. with you know welcome gifts or upgrades or things like that mm-hmm. and if you go online you know and say oh look at i found this for 14.99 right okay you might have five connections to get there or you might be flying a carrier that nickels and dimes you that you know maybe the air was only 2.99 but by the time you pay for your seat and you pay for your luggage and you pay for you know whatever mm-hmm. it's going to be more expensive and it's not going to be an ideal flight time and you're going to have to connect whereas if you'd go with a main carrier that's non-stop it's going to equal out. So we'll be able to know those kind of things and help guide you. You know, we travel advisors in general constantly travel, as you've probably seen if you have anybody who's in the business. Um, but we're there to really work and experience these different properties. When I was in Mexico this last time, the one day we saw, I think, like 10 different properties. Yeah. I mean, it was just go, 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 go. And went and had lunch at some of them and did room inspections and then, you know, tested out, you know, the grounds and just to kind of see what some are like. And some properties I walked on and I'm like, I personally would never stay here. And I'm not a princess. You know, I'm, I'm, as long as I have a clean, comfortable room, I'm okay. But well. some resorts are like, <laughs> especially I mean, our standards like, might be a little higher than that, but yeah. Right. But you know, there's just some resorts that, you know, if somebody, you know, likes a certain brand, that's, that's great. Right. And, you know, we can tell you, you know, hey, stay at this hotel versus this hotel. 
you know, in a certain area or if you're, you know, going to Hawaii. And which, I think the you know, biggest difference to too, especially for all inclusives, and we'll talk about this again later, yeah. but um, really is the quality of food and the service. And yes, so um, absolutely. from one brand to another, there's yep. really a big difference. So as an agent, they know uh, that information and can share. And like you said too, giving you those insider tips to like what, what happens when you get to the destination? Do you have transfers ready? Um, or are you grabbing a cab? Or are you getting on a train? Or right. how are you getting from the airport to your hotel. I mean, all of those logistical things that you don't have to think about because your travel agent has already done that and yep. planned that for you. So anyway, fun. use your travel agent because your life is going to be that much easier. It's not going to cost you anything extra. And you're going to be the happy family who just walks out of the airport, gets in their transfer, gets to their hotel or resort. Exactly. And, and starts at the pool by noon. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Versus standing yeah. in the queue yeah. and what taxi do I take? Yeah. Um, And then our last tip is just enjoy it. You know, again, when you use a travel professional that has everything taken care of for for you, that you can just get on the plane and know that it's done. You don't have to worry about having the room that faces a garbage pit in the back of the hotel or, you know, not having transfers lined up when you're there or not having, you know, reputable companies that you work with with tours or whatever it may be. Um, You know, they're going to use vetted out supplier partners, hotels. Yep. um, So that you can have a really good, enjoyable time. Agreed, agreed. Okay, so we had some good tips. So now we're just going to talk about some, you know, spring break destinations yes. that we recommend. Obviously, there'll be some that you're like, oh, yeah, that's not a surprise that they're telling us this. And then we'll try to tell you a few. Uh, surprise. Uh, yay, surprise. surprise. Yeah, some other ideas that we have. So, okay. Want to start? Yeah. So so for your traditional sun and fun, you know, most people right away will think beach. And they think Mexico, Caribbean, um, those are definitely the most popular sun and fun vacations that we get requests for. And there's a lot of options. So Mexico, again, you've got everything. You've got the, you know, moderate priced accommodations. You've got the mid-range. You've got the high-end luxury. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got all-inclusive. You've got ones that are just a European plan or just regular hotels or condos. Mm-hmm. So there's, again, a lot of options that you can do. Well, and, I, and there's the destinations themselves, right? So most popular, at least coming from the Midwest area where we are, is Cancun, Playa del Carmen, yep. Cozumel. Yep. Um, but then uh, if you're more West Coast, you're going to have Cabo, Puerto Vallarta. Right? Payamita. Yep, Payamita. So um, depending upon where you're located in the country, um, you'll find you know little different different destinations. But then there's also differences in them, right? So Absolutely. So Cancun, Playa del Carmen is typically, if you haven't been there, um, it's more of the beautiful kind of Caribbean water, swimmable beaches. Um, a little bit more humid. A little more humid. Yeah. Rainforesty kind of, you know, Absolutely. That's right. Where the West Coast side, which is the Cabo Puerto Vallarta, um, Puerto Vallarta has swimmable beaches, but Cabo is a challenge on yes, that side. There's only one area that is swimmable. Um, you're going to have a different climate. It's going to be very dry, desert-like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's absolutely beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. I, I do. I love Cabo. Cabo is gorgeous. But you know, again, if you're going for the beach to swim, then Cabo might not be a best option for you. Right. Um, but if you like to lay by the pool, golf, and have beautiful views, golfing, deep sea fishing is yep. amazing in Cabo. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just spending time in a boat on the water, there's tons of opportunities for that. But if you're looking to swim in the ocean in Cabo, you know, there there's only, you know, one kind of area that you can really do it safely. Right. Otherwise, you know, it's pretty dangerous tides. And Puerto Vallarta actually is lovely. It's got a beautiful little downtown area that I think is so cool, right? It's like got... Um, kind of old Mexico feel to it. Yeah. It's got restaurants and cool little shops. So 
Puerto Verda, I think, also is a great destination. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of picked back up, I think, in popularity again, too. People Absolutely. looking for something a little more authentic, and, yep. and that has that. So, yeah. yeah, for sure. So lots of lots of Mexico options there. Absolutely. Um, for the Caribbean, oh boy, so lots. lots. And I guess you have to understand that the Caribbean for a travel agent means multiple things, right? Mm-hmm. So Caribbean can mean all-inclusive, which the all-inclusives are typically located in Jamaica and like Punta Cana. Mm-hmm. And Dominican Republic. Yeah. In Dominican Republic, yeah. Um, there's a smattering of them in the Bahamas, but not, not a ton. No. Um, and so outside of that then is what I kind of call like the real Caribbean, right? Mm-hmm. Which is going to be a typical resort I'm not a resort, but a hotel, right? So that's going to be your U.S. Virgin Islands, your British Virgin Islands, and and typically they're they're more expensive. So if you're thinking you want Caribbean on a budget, then you're probably going to get recommended a Jamaica or a Bahamas or a Dominican, Dominican, right? If you have a little bit more money to spend, um, it's also not going to be as busy if you go down to the USVI or the British Virgin Islands. I've spent a lot of time in the British Virgin Islands, and um, again. It's expensive, yeah. uh, you know, um, especially over spring break. It's mm-hmm. crazy expensive. So, you know, think about that. But if you want um, a little more exclusivity, um, you want a little more luxury, and you don't want the people, mm-hmm. then um, those particular Caribbean destinations um, are are a good pick. And for us, when we've been down there, we sail. Yeah. And so we rent a sailboat and sail the British Virgin She's Islands. fancy. We are, we're a little fancy. fancy. Luckily, I have a husband who's a sailor. <laughs> So I don't have to pay to have someone do that for us. But, um, again, but we don't even go there over spring break because it's it's crazy crazy busy. And the prices are double what they normally are. Rob and I, actually, for our honeymoon, we had a destination wedding. And we had like a mini, mini moon after that. But we wanted to go somewhere else. So we actually did um, go to St. John's. Yeah, St. John's is beautiful. And um, we actually got a smoking deal on air with using miles right over over like spring spring break break. time which was so crazy yeah but there was nobody there like carrie said most people are going to the jamaicas or the mexico's punta canas you know and saint john we had ended up using a condo just because there was only like one or two hotels and they were weren't where we wanted to be in cruise bay but it was absolutely stunning it's amazing yeah it wasn't crowded. It wasn't, you know, you don't have to yeah. fight for beach chairs. And again, when I say the British Virgin Islands are busy over spring break, that's all very relative. Yes. Compared to like a Mexico oh, a typical beach resort. Yeah. Right. Yep, but yep. it's busy for, for that particular destination. So. Absolutely. Yeah. So Mexico, the Caribbean, lots of options there. And obviously, all depending upon your budget of um, where you want to go, what you want to do. So Absolutely. Um, and domestically... We have kind of, there's a few sun and fun destinations. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So we have Florida. Yep. And I, this is, I'm just going to preface this by saying, <laughs> do not go to Disney over <laughs> spring break. I, oh, I love red Disney. Flag, red flag. Don't I go. love Disney. Yes. I love it's it. Crazy. It's fantastic. Ridiculous. But you could not pay me money. No. To go no. over spring break. Lines are long. It's super crowded. It's. Uh, it can be miserably hot, you know, and yeah. when you're in that big of a crowd, you know, and you can't get a fast pass. It, it's, it's And if just you really want to go to stressful. Disney, go in the summer. I mean, yes. if you have to do it when your kids aren't in school, yep. go over the summer. And again, summer can be busy too, but it's not, not as, as busy as that. No. Um, there are days, and this happens too over like the um, Christmas, it New happened. Year holiday. They, they don't want they, anybody in it. Yeah, they shut yeah. the park. They shut the park, or they won't allow any more entrance in yeah. anymore. Because um, too, it's too fast. full. Yeah, it is. And so that's, you don't want to get down there. And if you're like, oh, we're going to sleep in, and you get there and you can't get in, 
And Disney is not cheap, people. No. So if you're going to spend the money, I say save go, it for go summer. Go an off time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my... Because that's my, uh, there's so many beautiful beaches in Florida. You oh, know, my I gosh. used to live in Atlanta, and we would go down to the Panhandle all the time. So like Fort Walton Beach, Destin is absolutely stunning. It's yeah. got the sugar sand beaches, the, you know, crystal blue water. Yeah. Um, you know, and when I was growing up, we'd always go to the Fort Myers, Bonita Beach, Naples yes. area. And again, that's beautiful down there. Clearwater, Sarasota. Yep. Um, my parents are, are typical snowbirds from Minnesota, so they go down to the Fort Myers area in the yep. wintertime. And uh, one of my favorite places to go, and I remember doing this, I think when I was in college is the first time we went, there's a place called Casperson Beach, Mm -hmm. and it's like Shark Tooth Beach is what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. And people go and they have little strainers, and we didn't have the strainers when we went last year, and my kids, I had never taken them there. And I was like, girls, we're going to go to Shark Tooth Beach. I promise we'll find, you know, some things. Yeah. And um, they just had a blast. Oh, yeah. And we we probably got like 30 Shark Tooth or something, and we were there maybe an hour. So... Um, you so know. you're saying you don't want to go in the water since there's so many shark teeth in there? I did say that, actually. <laughs> I was like, That's what my, my mind went right to there. Like, why are there so many shark teeth there, in that area? Right, so there, there must is, be a lot of sharks in the water. There's something about that. They're supposed to be fossilized. So, like, these are and old the dead current, sharks. The currents bring it. And, you know, in that area, honestly, is really good for shelling. Yes. Um, my parents, when we started going there, um, you know, we always joked. We called my mom the Santa Bell Slump because... <laughs> As soon as she hit the beach, all you'd see is her bum was in the air because she was slumped over <laughs> looking picking for shells. Up. Like we'd go for walks on the beach in the morning and sure enough, Santa Ball Slump would be out there picking the good shells and we have jars and jars of shells from that from that at my parents' home and she'd make lamps, you know, those clear yeah. glass lamps with the shells well, in it. Like, and to your point, Santa Bell can be busy too um, over spring break, but Fort Myers Beach, we've been to both over spring break. And Fort Myers Beach is just so massive yes. that there's so many places that you yep. can, you know, get off and do. And absolutely, the one year we did spring break, I think it was a few years ago, we actually rented a boat, which is kind of fun. Oh, yeah. And it comes out of the canal area. And they were like, you know, I said, I was like, my kids really want to see dolphins. And he's like, you're going to have to be blind to not see dolphins. And it was yeah. true. Oh, yeah. There were we dolphins the everywhere. Too. There yep. were manatees. I mean, it yeah. was the it's best day that, um, nice. that we had on that boat. So again, Florida has a ton of stuff to offer outside of the parks, right? Yep. You can still go to Florida, get decent airfare. Oh yeah. Um, and I mean, think about too, like NASA, you can go to that. You go can to go the, to yes, SeaWorld. You can go to some of these other. Um, you can go down to Miami. You know, if it's just a couple's getaway, you can go to Key West is amazing. Right. Um, so, so Florida lots, has a lot to offer. They yeah. do so if you don't want to go international, you want to stay domestic. Um, Florida has a lot of options yep. and hotels and condos and things that you can get for a reasonable amount of money Absolutely. that you're not breaking the bank. So, And another destima- a destination, domestic destination, that's my favorite, is California. Oh, I love California. So you can get, you can go to wine country, you can go to the mountains, you can go to the ocean, you can go to the desert. So you've got, you know, Sonoma and Napa. You've got San Francisco, which is a fun city to go oh, through. Oh, for sure. You've got, um, you know, Palm Springs, yes. Palm Desert, Rancho Mirage, that area. We've done that multiple times. Yep. So you've got that desert. If you're a golfer, it's amazing golf out that way. And San Diego. San Diego. The Coronado Island. Yep. LA, you can go and be a tourist. Uh, that's super fun to go down to like Hollywood and go, you know, doing the hop on, hop off buses. See, you, you know, the Hollywood Walk of Fame, um, go to Universal Studios. Right. You know, things like that. Um, again, lots of options in California. So depending on what you're looking for. The water's a little cooler. It is a little. It is actually very cold. I've, I've never, my sister lives in, in Southern California. 
And I've never been there once where we've gone to the ocean and I'm like, oh, this is nice and tepid. <laughs> it's always cold, no matter what. Summer, spring, yes. winter, whatever. It's just the, the Pacific is always cold. It there. is chilly. Um, but, you know, you just suck it up and you go because it is beautiful. It's it's one of my favorite places to go. I agree. I uh, I love California, too, because just as you said, it's so diverse. Mm-hmm. Um, so many different landscapes, yep. so many different things to do. Um yeah, and you can you can be in the big city, right, and yeah. kind of live that, or you can you know go out like to Palm Springs, like you said, where there's not as many people and it's much more laid back. Yeah. Another option too for spring break is cruising. Yes. Um, so it's it you know it's the one stop. You get on the ship, you unpack, and you get to go to multiple destinations. So similar to an all inclusive, right? Absolutely. Yeah. If you want to you know cruise the Caribbean, that's going to be the most popular, obviously. Um, you can hit multiple islands. So depending if you want to go Western Caribbean, Eastern Caribbean, if you just want to do, you know, like a three, four day out to the Bahamas, um, you know, there's a lot of ships out there now. Um, you know, some of our, our friends like Royal Caribbean has the big massive ships. So even if you don't want to get off in some of these destinations, yeah, these there's ports, so much to do. There's so much to do on these ships. There's the water slides, there's ice skating, there's go-kart racing, there's rock climbing, there's amazing programs for kids on all of these ships. You know, you don't have to go on a Disney cruise just to have, you know, a really great child experience or the really great kids clubs, you know. Well, and I think that the, all these um, cruise lines have figured that out, right? But they've oh, had absolutely. to step up their game a little bit they because do. Disney has done such amazing job. They and they do. still do. Disney is, it, it is. If, if I'm going to cruise with my son, it's it's going to be on Disney at this age. At that age. Because it's just, it is truly magical. Like, yeah, when you walk on the ship... They announce your family's name. They ask for it. I totally started crying. <laughs> they're like, welcome to the Frischman family. And, and then there's lines of staff greeting you as you walk into the, the yeah. main area. And they're clapping for you. I'm like, this is the best ever. <laughs> you know? And Jack's like, why are they saying our name? Right. You know, and they do that for every family that walks on that ship. So yeah. you it is so special. It's and I awesome. Think, I think we're going to get... Um, I mean, I think we'll, we'll definitely have a podcast about cruising so we can talk about yeah. the different cruise lines and oh, absolutely. and the amenities that they offer and, you know. Cruising can be intimidating. I mean, there are so many options. You want inside cabin. You want Again, ocean view. You use want a travel agent, yeah. right? I mean, because it's similar to all-inclusive resorts. Yep. You get what you pay for. Absolutely. Do you want a drink package? Do you not want mm-hmm. a drink package? You know, and again, there's a lot of specials and promotions, um, you know, that you can get a lot of these extra amenities um, you know, get your prepaid tips included, which, you know, that's a huge savings if you can get that taken care of or extra onboard perks or welcome cocktails. You're right. You know. I think what you have to remember about cruising versus all-inclusive is there's extra charges. Absolutely. Where all-inclusive, we'll talk about that again, is all-inclusive. Where cruising, like you're saying, you there's some extra food, charges. But, yes. you know, it's just the standard restaurants. Right. You know, there's specialty restaurants on board. There's, you know... You don't, alcohol. You don't, the alcohol that adds up quick. I mean, even on our Disney cruise, we really didn't drink a lot because obviously we're with our son. Right. But you know, the drink of the day, we're like, oh, these are fun. They're in the big fun glasses with you know the fruit hanging out of it. Those are twelve dollars a pop. <laughs> and right. when you have like a glass of wine, or if we had a bottle of wine at dinner one night, you know, of course it's you know double what you'd pay on on you know at home. So when you get the, your tab at the end of the week, you're like, how did I spend five hundred dollars in booze? <laughs> right. Because you know those drinks of the day is well, and I, I know just from some friends, too, they have their teenagers on, and um, like at the arcade, yeah. like you can just, I mean, you can shut off the charging privileges to your kids you know, or put out a minimum per yeah. day, but they were like just charging all kinds of games oh, yeah. at the arcade and doing kind of stuff, and then they were like, oh my gosh, they right. checked their balance at the end of the day, and they're like, what in the world? What happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, also, river cruising is a great option if you're traveling solo, if you want to go on a spring break with just maybe, you know, a couple, a couple couples. 
Sure. You know, river cruisings are great options. Um, you can river cruise though in with, Europe too with kids great. on AMA. Yeah. Yes. Um, Adventures by Disney has great cruising options with um, AMA waterways. So for kids that are a little bit older, um, I actually do want to do this with Jack, but I Me think he still is a little too young for it. I yet. mean, I'll do it with Jack too. Okay, you can come with us. <laughs> we'll get you your own room. You can be Jack's nanny. That's right. And then Rob and I can go have. A no, nice we'll time have my and... oldest daughter be his yeah. nanny, so we can yeah, all like, enjoy. Oh my gosh, we should totally do that. <laughs> right. Oh my god, look at we're like taking notes of like let's do this trip together. That's right. Because Carrie and I haven't traveled together in a while. So it's right. been really sad. It's been almost a year. Well, I know. It's been Vegas. a long time. I know. So mm-hmm. we got to plan something. Yeah. Um, so, okay, let's switch gears from sun and fun. Let's go winter as we're looking outside and seeing snow outside. Oh, okay. Who wants to go from winter to winter? Well, I have done that. Me too. Um, because it's fun to go ski out west. So being here in Minnesota, there's some great ski hills, but they're hills. Right. They're, they're not, not mountains. The mountains. And so, you know, there's great options in Colorado. There's, you know... Um, you've, I think, done Steamboat. Um, I've done Vale. I've done um, Aspen and mm-hmm. um, Snowmass are mm-hmm. incredible. I have um, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law live there, and it's absolutely stunning. Aspen's one of my favorite towns to go visit. I've done Winter Park as well. Yep, Winter Park. So, yep. you know, a lot of great packages and options. Again, your travel professional can and help can you with that. can be a little bit more of a value, especially because if you can drive to the destination, yes. right, that helps. Because you've done that. I, we've we've you've driven, yeah. Um, the other thing, too, is you're right. A lot of them have packages, so you can get, like, your ski, your lift tickets included. Yes. Um, a lot of places, like Big Sky and Steamboat, kids under 12 ski free with a paid adult. Yes, so Which saves you a lot. A because ton. skiing is not cheap. Right. I mean, lift tickets i think they're going for 150 maybe now out that way oh i was gonna say more i just priced it out for this spring as an option because we still are uncertain about what we're doing yeah and i think it was more than that um 175 yeah i I, well i think for whatever i priced out was for multiple days so that's part of it but yes but a lot of times too like we have stayed um at steamboat grand i think is where we stayed last time maybe four or five years ago and the nice thing about that is we had a two-bedroom like condo. Yes. Um, had like three bathrooms, full kitchen. Mm-hmm. So again, we could go to the grocery store, which is really nearby, yep. get the stuff we needed. Which, you know what? I feel like when you're on a ski trip too. That's what you want to do. Yeah, you're exhausted. You are. By the end of the day, like you can eat out on the slopes, right? When you're like having oh, lunch. That's, that's the fun thing. You yeah. go to mid-mountain, you have your, you know, lunch, you yes. back down. But at the end of the day, you are so dead tired. Right. The last thing you want to do is like shower, get ready, and then go, go back out. out. Yeah. So I, if we can cook and everybody can be happy and go to bed early. Right. Yeah. I know um, there's tons of ski and ski outs. Um, when I was in Bachelor Gulch, um, by Beaver Creek, Aspen area, oh, yeah, yeah. or Vale area. Um, we literally were right on the hill, and we were in a condo yep. that was part of the Ritz-Carlton. Yep. And so we could just, you know, ski, go have lunch if we didn't want to go, you know, over to the, the mountains. But, you know, you're done skiing by 4 or 5 o'clock. Cause that's or if when you're like me, close. you're done after lunch. Yeah, <laughs> you're done. Um, but, you know, you go and you get sit in the hot tub. My favorite thing is sit in the hot tub outside when it's snowing, which is so cool because you get your head full Oh, I love that too, it yeah. Is. And then you just go and you make a dinner, and it's great. You can go out to the restaurants, but we do the same. We'd go make dinner, mm-hmm. and then everybody's in bed because you're so dang tired. You're exhausted all day. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, lots of options for Colorado, Montana, Utah. Yep, we've um, done Big Sky as well, which uh, people like Big Sky because it's not quite as busy. Yeah, in Montana, and so um, the lift lines are shorter, mm-hmm. right? Not quite as crazy. It does have a nice little ski village as well, just mm-hmm. like any of the other big resorts. Um, it's more reasonably priced yes. 
uh, which is really nice. Um, so you know, my favorite pick for reasonably priced is going to be um, this. This past year, I went up to Banff and Lake Louise, oh, so yeah. flying to Calgary and go up there. Um, it was because the exchange rate for us, U.S. going to Canada, was amazing. Um, like ski lessons, because I skied when I was up there, and ski lessons for like my son when I looked into it in Colorado, it was going to be like five hundred dollars oh. or something crazy. Up there, they have packages for like half day, including your rentals, your lift ticket, and lessons, group lessons, was like $175. Wow. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, a lot of amazing resorts up there, um, both with Banff and, and Lake Louise. Um, so yeah, that's definitely where I think we're going to focus if we do a ski vacation this year, is going to go up that way, just because the exchange rate's so great. There's direct yeah. flights for us out of Minneapolis into Calgary. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you just, you know, jump on a and, shuttle and go up And there. I think the nice thing about skiing, I am not a great skier. Yeah. I have a family of amazing skiers. I am definitely the <laughs> worst of all four of us. Uh, is that it's something you can all do together. Yeah. Right? And I think that that's, it's kind of hard to find something like that where you can do that. So highly, highly recommend um, doing that. So. Yeah. And then the last thing we're going to talk about, I think, is um, outside of the box. So not U.S., domestic, not Mexico. Not Caribbean. But not Caribbean. Um, and but this is more Carrie because yeah. her kids are older, so they're into more different experiences. So she's done Europe. She's done Asia. Right. You know. Um, and again, so- it really comes down to this. The fact is that I think we talked about this in the last podcast is I'm always trying to get the most for my money. Right. So all of a sudden, <laughs> when I'm looking at airfare to these standard destinations and it's going to be $1,000, and then all of a sudden I get an email that says, oh, you can fly to Beijing for $500. Guess what? I'm I'm going to Beijing, right? So um, our family is very flexible that way that we don't really care um, where we go, just as long as we're going somewhere. And so um, we're a little more adventurous that way. So yes, we uh, we have done Spain. We've done Italy. We've done... Um, Asia, we've done Beijing. So we, and, and I'm actually on the fence this year. That's why I keep saying I don't know what we're doing because we could do anything from driving out west to go skiing yeah. to going to Mexico or maybe going back to Europe, just depending upon where the airfare lands. And then um, we'll make that decision. So I highly recommend it. If you're a little more adventurous and looking yeah, for something, um, you know, you might find that going to those places because it's not peak. Um, you could get some good airfare and it might be a similar price, maybe even a little cheaper to get there. Mm-hmm. So um, if you're open to that, definitely mention that to your travel agent. So. Yep. so our tip of the week. Tip of the week. This is my tip. Um, and it's, it's something that we did last year. So spring break is a really crazy time. And if you are flying anywhere, it doesn't matter. The flight crew has, you know, gone to back and forth to Orlando like five times within like four days. Um, they're stressed. People are rude sometimes. You know, traveling is, is a different thing, a different beast yeah. these days. Yeah. So last year, we brought a little bag of goodies for the flight crew. Um, we brought, like, some M&Ms, you know, those big share bags. Mm-hmm. And then we found gummies that were um, wine-flavored and champagne-flavored. You know, there was no alcohol, obviously, yeah. in them. So we put those in a little bag with a little card just saying, hey, you know, appreciate everything you do. Um, thanks for a great trip. And so Jack gave it to the flight attendants that were in the, our part of the plane. And oh my goodness, you think that we gave them a million dollars. Oh, that's awesome. And it wasn't anything to like suck up to hopefully get a free upgrade or anything. It was just trying to be kind because, yeah. you know, they are. They When you think about it, 
they're there to keep us safe. And, you know, you put your lives in their hands with the pilot. And so um, the pilot got on, on the overhead and just said, hey, everybody wanted to thank a special passenger, Jack. And like he stood up in a seat and they're like, Jack brought, you know, snacks for our flight crew. And we Aww. just want to say thanks and we appreciate him. And like everybody clapped and. You know, it's just a kind thing to do and just something that literally cost us like five dollars to do well, and I mean, as soon as you show a little extra right all of a sudden yes. those flight attendants are we much more cookies. attentive yeah we got some cookies and they're like jack come back here so they want to take pictures with him and they were you know posting it on their social media like look at this kind little boy and you know so a little kindness goes a long way and you know everybody's stressed and everybody just wants to get where they're going you know especially at spring break because your time is limited in destination so Little goes a long way, people. Just, you know, be kind. Yeah, that's great. I love it. Yep. Great tip. Okay, well, that's it for this week. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found some useful ideas and information on traveling with your family for spring break. Join us next time when we talk all about all-inclusive resorts. Thank you. This podcast is sponsored by Travel Designed by Anne. For more information about any of the things we discussed today or to book your next vacation, visit www.traveldesignedbyanne.com.